This is T.M. Camp, and you're listening to the podcast edition of my novel, Assam and Darjeeling. Book One, Exiles. Chapter 19. This isn't a fairy tale, Assam told himself. This isn't Narnia or something. Animals don't just walk up to you and start talking. He'd put up with a lot so far, but this was starting to strain his innate sense of logic. The fox sat back on its haunches. You need to find a place and a person, no? Well, no. I mean, yes, I do. Assam took a breath, swearing that if he ever got out of this place that nothing would ever surprise him ever again. Real life was going to be very boring from now on when he made it back. If he made it back. I thought that this was so. The fox inclined her head sharply. I did not mean to be, as you say, dropping at the eaves. Eavesdropping, Assam thought to himself. But I suppose it is so. I am very nosy and always have been since I was just a kid. The fox finished sadly. Assam realized that it was a girl, a female fox, and she was very young. Um, that's okay. Don't worry about it. The fox looked up, fluttering her eyelashes at him. But you are not angry? No, I'm not angry. The fox gave a little squeak of delight and puffed her chest out. Oh, monsieur, I am so glad I have not offended you. Well, that's okay, and I really should be getting back now. Nice meeting you. Oh, but please, the fox hopped down and padded towards him. I can help you. How? She sat down a few feet away and looked up at him breathlessly. You are looking for the Palace of Winter, no? The Winter Palace. Can you tell me how to get there? The fox wrinkled her forehead. No, monsieur. She shook her head sadly. That is too difficult a path to describe. I do not have all the words to do so. Okay. Thanks anyways. He turned back to the door. Wait. The fox hopped up. I cannot but tell you, but I can show you, and yet we must hurry. She looked back over her shoulder behind the diner. Before the darkness comes. Assam resisted the urge to pat her head, not certain if she would appreciate it. That's great, he said. Let me go get G, and then we can... He trailed off. The fox stopped her little dance and looked at him. What is it? The fox chuffed. But who is this G? She is a woman? Um, well, yes. Well, she's a girl. The fox pursed her lips. A friend, perhaps? A girlfriend? One of your many lovers? Like the spiky one who kissed you? Assam blushed violently. God, no. She's my sister. You say so? The fox 
seem unconvinced. Assam nodded. Yes, honestly, don't worry about her. The fox tossed her head, sullen. And why should I not worry? What is it to me? She said stiffly. Unless you are saying to me that I am jealous. She looked at him, accusingly. Is that what you are saying to me now? Assam had absolutely no idea what to say. Because I am, the fox went on. I am jeune petit renard un petit jealous, oui. But that does not mean that you should play so cruelly with me, no. She nuzzled his hand open and slid her head under it, forcing him to pet her. No, be kind to me, monsieur. Be kind to me, merci. Assam patted her head more embarrassed than he had ever been in his entire life. The fox leaned against his leg for a moment. You are a very sweet boy. I am glad we should be making such friends. Okay. She pulled away suddenly and trotted off. Where are you going? The fox stopped just at the edge of Circle of Light and looked back at him. But I was only showing you the palace, yes? Are we not going now? Assam scratched his head and glanced back at the diner. Oh, yeah, right. Unless, the fox sniffed, you need to ask permission from your girlfriend. The boy sighed, wondering briefly if his whole life was going to be like this, ruled over by women. I told you, she's my sister. The fox smiled up at him, small yellow teeth, suddenly very dog-like. Then she is sure to wait for you to come back. Again, he had no answer. Come, she said with a toss of her head. The palace of the winters is waiting. The fox trotted off into the shadows. After a moment, Assam followed. They walked on into the darkness the fox a little ways ahead of the boy. Her paws made soft sounds in the pale sand, and she called back to Assam, leading him on with her voice. The boy looked back over his shoulder at the lights of the diner receding behind them. He was starting to worry, to think about turning back. And then he was falling, sprawling face first into the sand. The fox had stopped dead in her tracks, and he, looking back, had tripped over her. She let out a yelp and scrambled out from under him, crouching low to the ground and staring up into the darkness ahead of them. Sorry, Assam got up, brushing himself off. The fox whined and lay flat against the ground, eyes to the sky. What is it? She didn't answer. She shivered, her ears twitching back and forth. After a long moment, the fox slunk over to stand next to him. She did not take her eyes off of the darkness, not even for a second. He could feel her shuddering next to his leg. What is it? he asked again. Eyes forward, the fox answered in a low voice. Please, do not speak so loud. What's wrong? Quietly, she said. I am so frightened of the darkness. 
She looked up at him briefly, and he saw genuine terror in her eyes, quite different from the wily and flirtatious animal she had been a few minutes earlier. But how can you be afraid of the dark? That's like a bird being allergic to trees. The fox looked back into the darkness. I do not know this word, allergic. Does it mean frightened of, perhaps? I just mean you're a fox. You're nocturnal. How can you be afraid of the dark? I am not afraid of the dark, the fox said scornfully. But you said, I said that I am afraid of the darkness. We, oui, yes, I am a fox and I love the night. The dark is my home and I am never scared in it. But that, she nodded to the blackness ahead of them, that frightens me very much. The boy followed her gaze, utterly confused. But there's nothing... He trailed off. No, there was something there. He couldn't quite make it out, but it was there. He tried to focus on the dark form out there, shifting like smoke, like ink. You see now? the fox asked. She was right. Something was there, and it was coming closer, drifting toward them across the sand, rising up to blot out the sky with shadow and form insubstantial. What do we do? There is nothing we can do. But, no, we wait as it passes, and we try very, very hard. We try not to be afraid. You must try to be like me. Assam thought that the fox sounded very, very afraid already, but he was too scared himself to argue. The darkness drifted closer. They stood together, the fox crouching lower and lower as it approached. Assam stared into the blackness until his eyes ached, looking for some edge or detail, some shape or sign that showed where the darkness stopped. He was looking for a spot where, maybe, if they moved quickly, they could stand and let it pass safely by. But the harder he stared, the more it grew, spreading outward to the horizon, rising up into the sky as though by looking he was feeding it causing it to grow. He closed his eyes for a moment, for as long as he could stand it. When he opened them again, he saw that, if anything, the darkness had grown even more. Taller now, wider, coming on very fast like a wave of shadow blotting out the sky. He looked down at the fox. If they didn't move, they would be drowned in the darkness. Please, I am very afraid. The fox crowded in close, circling his, her body around his legs, shivering. He knelt down next to her. She put her head under his arm. They sat there together in the path of the gathering darkness. Assam could feel it all around them now, brushing against his face and hands. The fox gave out little yelps, twitching her skin reflexively, and he knew she could feel it too. What is that? He could hear something there, in the darkness. A faint screech, familiar, and yet somehow he could not place it, rising and falling in volume over and over. 
His mouth tasted sour. His stomach lurched. He thought he might vomit. For her part, the fox did not hear the sound. Or, more accurately, she heard something very different. An intermittent popping, almost an echo, like far-off fireworks or gunshots. There was another sound below it, the muttered baying of hounds. She wanted, desperately, to run. They did not move. And still the darkness came on, drifting past them and over them. Assam began to wonder if it would ever stop. He realized that he'd been holding his breath and let it out slowly. Please, I am so very scared now. The fox's nose, cold against his ear. She crowded in close to him, practically pushing him over and sitting in his lap. You will protect me, yes? Assam looked up at the long, thick tendrils of shadow drifting over them, each one as broad as a skyscraper. Whatever it wanted of them, if it wanted anything at all, the darkness could do it. The fox nuzzled his ear again, warm breath on his neck. Don't worry, he said. If it was going to hurt us, I think it would have done it by now. It was true. He could feel it. He closed his eyes, reaching out, reaching up like standing on tiptoes to touch the stealing. It was conscious. It was moving with purpose, traveling somewhere, and, for good or ill, it couldn't be bothered with a little boy or a fox. And as much as the thought disturbed him, living darkness with a mind and purpose of its own, it made him feel safe to know that its purpose did not seem to include them. The darkness knew they were there, inside, but it didn't care. But you are not scared? the fox wondered. Assam shook his head. You must be very brave, she said. But I am not so much. The fox cuddled in closer to him, wriggling in further under his arms. Please, her voice was soft, plaintive. What? He could feel her heart beating under his hand. What is it? She shivered again. How is it that you are so brave, but I am not? She asked him. Is it because you are a boy? Assam shrugged, uncomfortable. The fox put her nose against his neck, just below his ear. He wasn't certain he liked how it felt. You are a very brave boy, she sighed. Thank you. Thank you for being so brave for me. Um, no problem. I'm so afraid, the fox sighed, not sounding very afraid at all. She licked his cheek with her rough tongue, her breath a little doggy, a little rank. She said his name in the darkness, then, thank you. Assam nodded and swallowed thickly, half hoping that the darkness would pass soon, and half hoping that it would go on a little while longer. He didn't think to ask at the time how she knew his name. G yawned.
I know someone who's getting sleepy, the dragon's right head said in a sing-song voice. Not sleepy, Gee said, yawning again. The middle head snickered. The left head snaked in. Listen, Pee-wee, I think you've just about worked off that cheeseburger and milkshake. My name's not Pee-wee, she said grumpily, and I had waffles, strawberry ones. Whatever. The dragon lit another cigarette and squinted at her through the smoke. But you've paid your debt to society, and you're done for the night. I have to wait for my brother. Jerry shrugged, his three heads bobbing in a wave. Fair enough, but you're going to have to wait for him somewhere else. Why? It's quitting time, isn't it? The left head said. The middle head chimed in. And we've got a date. She's a very nice girl, the right head said. What's her name? Is she pretty? She was more interested in matters of romance than she liked to admit. That, the left head said, won't matter quite so much if I'm late picking her up. Is she a dragon, too? Okay, you know what? Jerry slipped his apron off. You're welcome to stay if you want, but we're going. The diner's open all night, the right head said kindly. And there's plenty of dishes to do, added the left head. The middle head looked concerned. What about Harry? It asked the other two. What about him? The left head said nastily. Who's Harry? She asked. He works the night shift, the right head told her, a worried expression on his face. Is he... Is Harry nice? The dragon tossed his apron at the wall. It landed perfectly, hanging on one of the hooks. That's not the word I'd use to describe him, no, the middle head said to her. Is he a dragon like you? The left head stared at her. What, you think we got a union? The Association of Dragon Dishwashers? You think that's all we're good for? Sorry. G took off her apron and handed it over to be hung up. Yeah, well, anyways. The dragon took a denim jacket off one of the hooks and slid his arms into it, flipping up the collar. What's he like, then? Who? Harry. The dragon shrugged. See for yourself. He'll be punching in soon. He cocked his left head to one side. I think I hear him coming up the hallway now. Why don't you go say hello? Don't be a jerk, the middle head said. G went to the door and pushed it open a crack, peeking out. Outside, the hallway seemed longer than she remembered and darker. I don't see anyone. Jerry stuck his middle head alongside hers. That's Harry coming now. He's not quick, but you can't miss him. I don't see anyone. And then she almost screamed. Darkness pooled at the end of the hallway, shadows drifting along the floor and walls like tentacles, like plants under the sea. As she watched, the darkness moved forward, coming closer. What is it? she asked. That's Harry, the right head said. What is he? The left head chuckled. Well, he's an old one, Harry is. The middle head nodded. 
older than most of us. The shadow was deeper now, more solid, spreading outward up the hallway like ink on a mirror. You met his son, I expect, the middlehead whispered. You came here by boat. What boat? She was confused for a moment. Then she remembered. You mean the tall guy with the stick? Jerry nodded, his head's bobbing out of sync. That'd be Charlie, the left head told her. Harry's son, the right head chimed in. He was a jerk, she said, glancing back up the hallway to see if she'd been heard. That's not so much Charlie's fault, the middlehead said with a shrug. Not was so dark a father, the right head agreed. The darkness filled half the hallway now, moving slowly closer towards them. But what is he? the girl asked. Who? The three heads looked at each other, and then to her. You mean Harry? She nodded. The dragon pulled a long, thoughtful face. Well, to be accurate, he pulled three long, thoughtful faces. He's the dark, Harry is, whispered the middle head. He's the knight, agreed the right one. The middle head nodded. He's the shadows seeping in at the edges of a lonely road. He's the quiet that comes to empty houses. The right head shuddered as he spoke. He's the fear in the forest when the fire fails. He's the shadow in between the stars, the left head finished, tapping the ash off of his cigarette. The girl didn't know what to say. So, the right head had said to her, suddenly cheerful, I expect he might not mind having such a bright little girl like you around to cheer him up, lend a hand. She looked out into the hallway, watching as the darkness slowly blotted out the light bulbs overhead, watching as they dimmed one by one. If it's all the same to you, she said at last, I think I'll finish up and be done for the night. The dragon followed her gaze up the hallway. Yeah, the right head said quietly. I expect that's probably for the best. Jerry took her hand and led her out of the dish room and up the hallway, away from the drifting darkness. You've been listening to Assam and Darjeeling, written and performed by T.M. Camp. A new chapter from the book is available each week, free to download at the iTunes Store. To find out more about Assam and Darjeeling, to read my weblog, or to send me your questions and feedback, visit my website at www.tmcamp.com. I hope to hear from you. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.
This podcast was written, performed, and produced by T.M. Camp and may not be copied, distributed, transcribed, or otherwise reproduced without his express written permission. To receive permission, please contact the author directly by holding up a mirror beneath the full moon one night past its wane and whispering your request into the left ear of your own reflection. Or in the usual manner at www.tmcamp.com. Unless otherwise noted, all contents of this production are copyright 2007. TM Camp. All rights reserved.